Yesterday we went to the Mishnah that there was a question as far as how much the shear is from Muzan Shei which is the amount needed when you make an air Tchumen out of bread. And Ramea said you measure it and you base it on base in your Muzan that you eat during the weekday and not on Shabbos because that's a smaller amount on Shabbos you eat more. And Ramea said exactly the opposite. On Shabbos you eat less because you have three Sudas and you don't base it on the larger amount which you eat during the week. You base it on the smaller amount which is the Muzan that you eat on Shabbos. And Adam Gemara, yes, on those shittas are Rameh and Rebuda, the common Muslim Shesudas. What is the Shia of Muslim Shesudas? Rameh Rav, Tati Rifta Chrysa. It's the two breads of the ox drivers. So they were lowly people. They used to be the ox drivers that went out to the fields, and they had this bread which they knew, which was Shesudas. It was the two breads that were eaten by the people that lived by the river of Papaisa. There's Machlekes and Mishnah between Rameh and Rebuda. Who did your father Rabba hold like? And he responds to he held like Ramea that Shabbos you eat more and during the week you eat less and therefore the share of Tchumen goes based on the weekday because you go to Kula and Rabbi Yisif responds to Rabbi Yisif and he says I agree with what your father said because I also like Ramea if it would be like Rabbi Yisif famous saying that people say there's always space for sweet things and Shabbos you eat sweeter things and therefore of course on Shabbos you have more room to eat and you eat much more and therefore I hold on Shabbos, people eat more, and that is like the Shita Rabbeya, just like people say that there's always room for dessert. Now, aside for the Shita Rabbi Huda Rabbeya that we had in Mishnah, which was based on a person, how much they eat for their two suitors, which is really an individual share, based on how much that person individually eats, there was also a machlekes between Rabbi Echel and Rebrekah and Rabbi Shimon in the Mishnah, how much is the share of two suitors, and they gave a very specific amount. Now, the next Gemara is going to have a lot of Cheshman, and we'll send around a chart to help everyone, but the basic point Rabbi Echel and Rebrekah said in the Mishnah is that the share of Erev Tchumen which is the share of two sudas is mikika bepunyan. It's the size of a loaf of bread that's bought with a punyan. That's a specific type of coin, which we'll explain in a moment. Which is bought at the time where you could buy four saw of flour, which is a lot of flour, in the amount of a seller. Now, at this point in the Gemara, the Gemara feels that Rabbi Yechon based the share of Arab on a loaf of bread that is a half of a cob, and that is the share of two sudas. And therefore, the fear of Yechon, one suda would actually be a half of a half a cob, which was a quarter of a cob, and it would therefore come out that there are actually four sudas per kav. So in the time of the Gemara, there were currency and there were measurements. The currency was a seller equals four dinars. So think of a seller always as a dollar, and each dinar is like a quarter, because it's four dinar per seller. One dinar, though, equals six ma. Think of a ma as almost a nickel. It's very close, because five nickels to a quarter, six ma to a dinar, and one ma equals two punyin. Think of a punyin as two pennies, five pennies to a nickel, and two punyin to a ma. So 48 punyin are therefore in a seller. One seller times four dinar equals four, times six ma equals 24 ma, and then times two punyin equals 48 punyin. So punyin is a pretty small coin. Now in dry measurements, one saw equals six kav, one kav equals four raiva. A raiva is like a quarter of a kav, it means a quarter. One raiva equals six bayim, therefore one kav equals 24 bayim. That's something we're going to need for later in the Gemara. And therefore, let's finish the cheshbin. If you can buy four saw or 24 kav with a seller, then each punyan, which is one forty-eighth of a seller, can buy a half a kav of bread. And that's the cheshbin, that a half a kav of bread is the shear that you need for mazun shtei sudas for an air of tchumen. Now, everything that we just said in Rabbechim Abreka is only the fita havim gemara, and the gemara actually will have two more versions as to the shita of Rabbechim Abreka. But the Mishnah also had a shita of Rabshimim. Rabshimim does not tie a shear to any currency, and he 
has a fixed shear, and therefore that's going to be much easier in the Gemara. It's always going to be the same. So listen carefully. Reb Shimon says you can make three loaves of bread from each kav. So each loaf of bread, therefore, is one third of a kav, and the shear of Reb Shimon for an Erev is two sudites, which is two thirds of a loaf of bread. And the share of one meal is one third of a loaf of bread, and therefore, since a loaf of bread is a third of a kav, and one suda is a third of that loaf of bread, therefore, each suda comes out to a ninth of a kav, or you can have actually nine sudas per kav. So with that introduction, let's see the Gemara. The Gemara says, Tana we learned, that Rabbi Yechman Shita and Rabbi Shimon Shita are almost exactly the same. In fact, Gemara, how can you say that? Me dummy. Just like we just explained, according to Rabbi Yechman Shita, it comes out that there's four sudas per kav, and Rabbi Shimon Teshus Dasalakav, it comes out of the Rabbi Shimon that there's nine sudas of kav because every suda was one ninth of a kav. When Rabbi Yechman was telling us a shear, he was telling us a shear based on the cost of his raw product. He has to buy flour, then he has to bake it, and he has to sell it for, of course, a profit margin. And therefore, a grocer makes a profit margin of a third. So if the grocer, for example, buys flour for two thirds of a punin, he would sell the bread for one punin. This is actually a 50% markup from his original price. Think of a grocer buying raw materials for 66 and two thirds of a cent and selling it for an additional third or 33 and a third cent. So in actuality, the loaf of bread for sudais is there for two thirds of a half a cob, which would be a third of a cob for two sudais, which is one sixth of a cob for each suda. And therefore it comes out, every cob you can have six sudais made out of a cob of wheat. It doesn't make sense. It's not the same shape because Lamatish, according to Rabbi Shimon, it comes out that there are nine sudas in a cob, or Lamashis, and according to Rabbi Yechman Breaker, it comes out there are six sudas in a cob. And the Shurim aren't the same and they're not even close. El Gemara responds, that it's going like the other dinner of Rabbi Chista, the Amari, he said, Rabbi Chista said that Rabbi Yechman holds that the shear that a Chenveni, that the grocer makes in his profit margin is not 33%, but it's actually a profit margin of 50%. So therefore, if he buys flour for 50 cents, he would sell it for a dollar or 100% markup. And therefore, the grocer actually only buys a half a punted worth of flour, which is a quarter of a kav. And that is the amount he uses for each loaf of bread, which is the muzzin of two sudas. And then for one suda, it would be a half of that, which would be an eighth of a kav. And therefore, according to Rabbi Yechran, according to the Shita of Rabbi Chista, in the second version, it would actually come out that there's eight sudas per kav. And the Gemara once again is, Vakati According to Rabbi Shimon, it comes out nine. That was always going to be the same. It's nine sudas per kav. According to Rabbi Yechon, it comes out that there are eight sudas per kav, and it's not exactly the same. The Gemara answers, no, that's perfect, because that their words are almost the same, meaning Rabbi Yechon says that it's eight sudas per kav, and if Rabbi Shimon, it comes out that there are nine sudas per kav, and they're almost exactly the same shia. We had version number one in Rabbi We had version number two in Rabbi Does a baker or a grocery work on a 30% gross margin or a 50% markup, or do they work on a 100% markup or a 50% gross margin? And the Gemara answer like Kasha, it depends if the actual person, the customer, provides the wood, provides the fuel, or he doesn't. If he provides the fuel, then he gets a discounted rate, and the grocer only marks it up by 33%. However, if he doesn't provide the fuel, then of course his cost of operation is more, and therefore he marks it up by 50% gross margin or 100% of his original costs. And the mission continued and said, that you have half of the loaf of bread that we were talking about before, which is a share of a bias with saras in order for the person to go inside and become tame and his actual 
clothing should also become tummy, he has to stay within the bias that adds to us for the amount of time it would potentially take him to eat a half of a loaf of bread. And according to Rabbi Yechelen, would come out half of Rabbi Yechelen's loaf of bread, which was a quarter of a kav, which actually equals six bayim, because a kav was 24 bayim, and therefore half of that loaf of bread is actually the amount of three bayim or an eighth of a kav. According to Rabbi Shimon, it would be half of Rabbi Shimon's loaf of bread, which started off a loaf of bread was one third of a kav, which equals eight bayim, and therefore half a loaf of bread, also called a pras, would be one sixth of a kav or four bayim. Also, there was a din that half of a half passes a person's body, which means generally food does not make a person tummy. However, if you eat a specific shear, midra bonan, they said that would make you a shani, and therefore you'll be able to be matami, truma, and kachim. What is that shear? Half of a half of the loaf of bread or a quarter of a loaf of bread. Now, if a quarter of the loaf of bread is based on a quarter of a kav, like we said before, and therefore a quarter of that is one sixteenth of a kav, which would be one and a half bayim, and according to Rabbi Shimon, it would be a quarter of a third of a kav, or one twelfth of a kav, would actually be the shear that you have to eat in order to become tummy, lifseless like beer, and that would be two bayim. And we continue on Pegimel Mal, tummy learned, Vechetzi, Chetzi, Chetzia, Lutami, Tumazeichlin, the din is for food to be able to come tummy, the food has to be a specific size, and that side is an eighth of a loaf. A half of a half of a half, which means it's 50%, then 25%, then 12.5%, which is an eighth of a loaf of bread, which the fear of of you keeping track, it's actually three quarters of a bayer, but the fear of Shimon, it comes out to be an exact bayer, which is actually like Tysus brings down, that every time we say in Shas that the din of Michael, of Thomas Eichel, is based on a bayer, that's specifically going with fear of Shimon Shita, not like Rabbi Eichel and Breka. And the Gemara now is, the my time, Thomas if it's true that we have this other shit that the Bryce brings down, that an eighth of a loaf of bread is the shear to be metama to Mesechlin, then why don't our Mishnah bring this down as well? Because it's not exactly half, even though it says that in the Bryce, it's not actually exactly half, and it doesn't have the same relation to the other dinam. Why? The Tanya, What is the shear of a half of a pras, which means a quarter of a loaf, which we had before, is beis beim chasakima. It's two beim, and it's a drop less than that. Rabbi Yehissi says, beis beim it's actually two bayim exactly, but they're based out of larger eggs. And Shear Rebbe, Rebbe said the Shear of this is Bayim bayim v'oid. Two bayim and a little bit more. Kama v'oid, what does it mean a little bit more? Echad ma'asrim, it means one twentieth or five percent more bebeya. V'ilu gavi tumas eichlon tanya and b'negei tumas eichlon, which is the eighth. So we just gave a share of a quarter, which was either two bayim and a little bit less, or it was two bayim that were larger eggs, or Rebbe said it was bayim bayim v'oid, but it wasn't exactly two eggs. And but but again, Thomas Eichel, we know the Bryce says Rav Nasser Rav Deisa Amru Kebeya Shamru Kemayuchikapasa. When we're talking about an actual beya that is going to be matamat Thomas Eichel, which is going like the Shita Rav Shimon, that's going to be exactly a beya with its shell. That it's actually exactly an egg, but it's without its shell. But the point is that you see that it's almost exactly an egg. And before we said Benigay a quarter of a loaf of bread that was going to be a share of more than two beya, and therefore it's not exactly a half or 50% of the previous year, and that's why we don't say it on Mishnah. What we just said, based on the two bayim and a little bit more, was based on Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda Shita as to what a quarter of a loaf is. And based on the way we explained it, that's actually going that the share of a quarter of a loaf is actually one and a half bayim, which are larger bayim. Who are these that's going to feed the sheet of Rabbi Yechon 
Rekha, who we just explained that a quart of loaf actually comes out to exactly a Bayo Mechza. That's Pashit Fecting Yomar Pshita. That the Chiddush is that even if you're a Bayo Mechza, you don't say that regular eggs, they're eggs that are a little bit extra large. When Ravdimi came, he said, Shika Bunyas to Rabbi, that Bunyas sent a present to Rabbi, Mudya to Kundis to Minusa. They sent a Kli, which was called a Mudya, which was the actual size of a Sa from this place called Usa. And Rebbe said that the shear of this kli was 217 eggs. So you see that 217 eggs equals a saw. Now for background and next tomorrow, we have to know a couple of things. First of all, there used to be different shirum At the time of the Midbar, when Moshe Rabbeinu made shirum and there was shirum it was called the shirum of Midbarius of the Midbar. The second time, they added on and they changed the shirum They based it on Midbarius, but they increased the size of the shirum and those were called Mida of Yushlaimis, of Yushlaim. And the third time they changed, it was called Tsipirius. But each time that they changed, they actually went up by 20%, which means, for example, let's say you have something which is a 100%, and they add 20 to that, that becomes 120. Now, if you look at it, it's actually called a Shtus at this point, because now that you have 120, if you take off a 6, which would be 20, you'd get back to the original share of the 100. But whenever the Gemara speaks about a Shtus, all they're doing is adding 20% from the underlying number, the new number will be 20% greater, but if you take away one six, at the point that you have the new number, you'll get back to the old smaller number. Now, based on what we said before, sa is six kav, a kav is four reva, and a reva is six beim, it would come out that a actual sa is six times four times four, which means 144 beim. So a sa, again, is 144 beim. That is the meter based on midas midbarius, the original midas that we used in the midbar. However, when you include the Yerushalayimus and you add another 20%, to that, you would actually get to 173 BAM because you would add on 28.8 BAM or 29 BAM to that amount. Now, if you go from Yushlaimus and you go to the share of Tsipiris and now you have the share of the saw of Tsipiris, it would actually fit 207 BAM. You add an additional 34 BAM from the media Yushlaimus, which was 173, 20% of 173, 17 is 10%, plus another 17, another 10%, that would give you 34, that would be 173 of Yushlaimus plus 34 gives you 207 bayim for the midah of Tsipiris of the Sa. So the Gemara has an obvious question. Rebbe just said that this Sa measured 217 eggs. It doesn't equal any of them. What Sa are we referring to? If he's referring to the Sa of Midbaris, it's only 144 eggs. If it's the Sa of Yishlaim, it was only 173, as we explained. And if it's a Tsipiri, it's only 207 and not 217. So it's almost Almost there, but it's not exact. The Gemara answers, Really, we was referring to the meat of Tsipirius. Rebbe was talking about the current meat in his time, which was Tsipirius. And he says 217 instead of 207, because he took the chalo that belongs in that measurement and he threw it into it. So the general meat is 207. The amount of chalo you take off would equal 217. How much you generally take off for chalo? Tommy would actually come out to about eight. And why is that? Because the sheer for a regular person to take off of challah, as we've mentioned in the Gemara before, is 124th. And therefore, if this share over here is 207 bayim, a 24th of 207 is actually about 8 bayim. And therefore, if you take 207 now and add the 8 bayim of the challah, it actually will come out to a total of 215 bayim. It's still smaller than this kli because that kli was 217 bayim, and this actually comes out to 215. And the Gemara says, Ella, I see, for what he brought
brought over here was a share of a saw based on Tzipayri, which is generally 207, but then he also had to add on the extra of Rebbe, because we said before the Gemara that Shia Rebbe bays Bayim Va'oid. It wasn't only two Bayim, he had a little bit more. And since Lafi Rebbe, you always add on a little bit more, and that Va'oid we said before was Echem Echem 120th or 5% more. 5% of 207 is basically around 10, and therefore comes out almost exactly to 217. It's a little more than 217. The Gemara says, Since it's not a Bayo or more, therefore we don't include that in this year. And therefore we say it's 217, even though it was actually 217.7 approximately. The Gemara says, Like we explained before, the Sarvi Shlaimis is greater than the Midbarius by a six, where again it was 20% more. The end result is it's six more than the original share. And the Midah of Tsipiris was greater than the Midah of the Shlaimis, again by a six, which is a 20% more. And then at the end result is it came out that it was a six more than the original share. Nimsa Shal Tsipiris, it comes out that the Tsipiris, the difference between the end result, which is the latest share of Tsipiris, is greater than the original share of the Midbaris by a third. Now let's do basic math. If someone says there's a sale and you're going to get 50% off and then you'll take another 50% off, it doesn't mean you're getting that item for free. You're getting 50% off and then what's left of that item. For example, if it starts at a dollar now, it's cost 50 cents and then you take another 50% of the 50 cents and you'll buy that item for 25 cents. Therefore, it doesn't make any sense over here. It can't be that we say the meat of Yishlamis is greater than Midbaris by a six and then the Tsipiris is greater than Yishlamis by a six and therefore now the Tsipiris is greater than Midbaris by a third. That's not true. What are we talking about when we said it's greater by a third? If we're saying that you take the amount which is a third of the original share of the Midbaris, which again, the Midbaris is a Midbaris share was 144 Bayim. Therefore, a third of the Midbaris actually comes out to 48 Bayim. If you add that onto the share of the Midbaris and now you want to get to Tsipiris, that would actually be only 196 Bayim. And the share of a saw of a Tsipiris is actually 207 Bayim, as we explained before. And actually, the extra that a Tsipiris is greater than Midbaris is 63 Bayim. Maybe you're going to say that's a third of the Yishlaimis, which means that Yishlaimis is generally starts off with 173 Bayim, and therefore Shlishti Dokkab Haben. What is a third of 173? It's 57 and two thirds. So that actually is much closer to the actual difference between the Midbarius and the Tsipiris here because that's 144 to 207, but But the Oidaf from the Midbarius to the Tsipiris is actually 63 Bayim, as we explained. The Gemara says, Really, what we're referring to is based on the Tsipiris here. So the Tsipiris here is 207 eggs, and therefore, how much is a third of 207 eggs? It's actually 70 minus a third, which means 69 and two thirds. The Oidaf is like we just explained multiple times that the Oidaf between the Midbarius and the Tsipiris is actually 63 eggs and not 69 and two thirds. Hello, Rabbi Rabbi once asked Files, how come a Nimsi Sashal Tsipiris is Seri Al Midbarius called the Shlishla that you find that the Saw of Tsipiris, which is again 207 eggs, is greater than the share of the Saw of the Midbarius, about a third of the Saw of Tsipiris. Now, the Saw of Tsipiris again was 207, therefore, a third was about 69 and two thirds, about 69 versus 63, which is actually the differential, so it's almost there. And the Shlishla and a third of Tsipiris, which again is about 69 Bayim, is Karvlim Mechzin of Midbarius, is also almost. 
almost half of the Midbaris, because Midbaris is 144 eggs, which would be 72 eggs, and therefore a third of the Tzibari, which is 69, is almost 72. In fact, Yomar, Master Ravina, maybe Kar Karutani, did we say that we tried to get close? It seemed that we give it an exact number. Elam Ravina, Hachikam Ravina explains that this is what he meant. Nimse Shlish Tzibari, it comes out a third of the Tzibari share, which as we explained multiple times, the share of the Tzibari saw is 207 eggs. And you include the Oidos of Rebbe, like we explained before, you include another 5%, which will be another 10, which will come out to about 217, and therefore a third of 217 comes out to 72 and a third. And that amount is Yisera, it comes out that that's more than half of the Midburis by exactly a third of a Bayer, because Midburis, like we said before, is 144 eggs, and half of that is 72 eggs, and therefore that's exactly a third less than a third of the Tzipari if you include the Oides of Rebbe as we just explained. It comes out 72 versus 72 and a third. Tanar we learned, Reisha of Yisaseichem, the Pasuk says, you should take off your first dough as Chawa and we turn to Pekimah Beis, Kedei Yisaseichem, the amount of dough that is usually used to make bread. The Kami Yisaseichem, how much is that? Kedei Yisaseichem, the same amount that they use in the Midbar to make a dough. The Kami Yisaseichem, how much is that? They said that we have a Pasuk for Asir the Oima was a tenth of Eifah. Therefore we know that the Oima was a share of the man, which is a tenth of an eifer. Mikan Amr. From here we said, The share of Chala is an amount that's equal to seven quarters of Kav of Kamach and a little bit more. That is going to be Chayav and Chala. That would come out to six quarters of a Kav of Kamach in the Yishlaimus measurement. Which comes out to five of the superior measurements, again, taking off a six. Mikan Amru. If someone eats this share, then you're going to be healthy and you'll be blessed. Like Rashi says, you're eating proper amounts. You're not eating too much. And yes, I can eat too much. If you eat too little, then it will cause you stomach problems and will stop over here.